Hello and welcome to the Universal Sisterhood podcast. I'm Jessica. And I'm Olivia, Jess's sister. And we're hoping to create a place where women can delve deeper, lift their gaze higher, live freer, laugh louder, smile brighter, and be the authentic woman that they were designed to be. Hi, Liv. Hello. <laughs> Let's just nail this thing, shall we? <laughs> Let's just say this is our fifth attempt. <laughs> we're very not. We're very not. We're not very technical. <laughs> <laughs> to start with, I'm under duress. You're not. You are not. I have not held a gun to your head. I was um, told three days ago that I was recording this podcast and I haven't had a chance to think about what I'm going to say. And now I'm holed up in my niece's bedroom <laughs> for best reception. We have to nail it. This is it. This is what? our last chance. So oh, we, we should um, just say now we're very sorry if it is crackly. We will buy a microphone for the next one. <laughs> Not a microphone. Oh, yeah. So... Um, Let's just say I'm a little bit nervous. This was not on my to-do list for the week, but I'm here. I've given my yes to God, haven't I, Jess? You are. You have and you're here and I'm very grateful. So thank you. And be- before you can throw the questions at me, I'm going to do it to you. Okay. Go for it. So what inspired you to create this podcast? Okay. So there were a few inspirations. My first one was that I had stumbled across the world of podcasts last year and I was totally taken, fell totally in love with my new friends and uh, hung on every word they said and I felt a real connection. And mm. I um, saw my friends, my real-life my real friends, and they're such beautiful women and sometimes we can be so desperately lonely and just want that connection and um, I'm hoping that that's what we can create because that's what I felt with the other podcasts. There was a connection and I was having these connections with these women from on the other side of the world in my laundry, um, at my kitchen sink, in, in the aisles of the shopping centre. Um, Go on. <laughs> tell them about Aldi. <laughs> I know. We, I was listening to a podcast and this woman was touching my heart and I was bawling my eyes out. <laughs> I thought I could I thought, by the time I get to the end of the the conveyor belt, I will have pulled myself together, but I hadn't. And I was howling like a baby and he's just looking at me. I think he thought he was throwing my groceries into the cart too quickly. <laughs> was this connection I had with a human. I think you need to make a disclosure here that Jess and I both share the same genes and we have a tendency to cry over the, the littlest things. things. Yeah. But we laugh a lot. We do laugh a lot. And that's a blessing. So anyway, here we go. <laughs> um, so that was one, was this sense of connection that I think women generally yearn for. I mean, men too, but I think women, especially if you're at home and um, you're in that season of littles and, you know, you're busy and you don't, when you do even catch up, it's very disjointed. Yeah. This, this seemed to be not as disjointed. Um, but it, yeah, I suppose it's in your time. I mean, it's never our time, is it? No. We're, dining. we're, um, we're just active, but we can put the buds in our ears and, and, and connect. Mm. And I knew I had to do it because I didn't see anything like it. And I just thought, 
well, if no one else is doing it, then maybe I should. But Yeah. And I know you've got one other big thing to share, but just on a little side, um, I attended a national Christian conference recently and one thing that stood out to me was that there were people, women from all over the country, um, some from, you know, different denominations, different Christian groups, and yet we were all there for the same reason. Hmm. Um, but I'd never met any of them. And I think that really touched me. I was just like, wow, you know, like I think you can get bogged down in your little circle of friends and, and that's beautiful. Um, but, but to know that, yeah. you know, our faith, our, our Christian values are bigger than, you know, just our little. Yeah. Well, that's it. We're universal, aren't we? That's, that's mm. our title, mm. Universal Sisterhood. That's us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and I think you probably felt that when you connected with these American women, um, but it's and that is beautiful. But it's also important to know that we do have them here on our own soil, um, mm. and and women we desire so desperately to have close friends around us, and yeah. and we're hoping, I suppose, to make that connection. Totally. Be- <laughs> is yeah. that your vision? Yeah, totally. Yep, that's it. Um, and the other thing was. So I knew that, oh, here comes my four-year-old son with a bowl of grapes and an iPad. Off you go. Excellent. Go and make fruit salad. Off you go. Not here. Not here. <laughs> Motherhood. Uh, I think I'll escape to a different room, hey? How about that? <laughs> so I, um, on that note now, because I interrupted you, um, you had a bit of a, an ah moment, I guess we could say, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, Jess's well, husband whisked off to, to Central Australia. Yeah. We went to Uluru and we went there primarily to climb the rock because it's closing in October and I know it, it um, upset a few people but um, and I'm sorry if it offended you but we felt quite drawn to climb the rock and I'm so grateful for having done that because I wouldn't have had my moment and you wouldn't have had the podcast. <laughs> and I, <laughs> and you wouldn't have been thrown in the deep end. I wouldn't be under duress. Damn it! Um, so uh, we climbed. We tried four times to climb the rock, and uh, three times. And on the fourth go, um, we got the green light. So off we went. We basically running up the face of this rock, holding onto the chain, and um, up we're going. I'm just, you know, looking down at the ground, holding onto the rock. I had flies in my nose. This one. <laughs> Killer fly. It was in my glasses, in my nose, in my ear. It was driving me mad. Um, people are coming down the rock, encouraging you, saying, "Good on you," you know. Keep going, keep going. And um, I got to the top of the chain, you know, quite puffed, thinking I'd nailed it. That's fantastic. And my husband <laughs> says, "Well, that's halfway." And I said, "What? Are you kidding?" And he said, "No, no, this is halfway." And I couldn't believe it. And these people came down and said, good on you. You're at the halfway point. And I thought, oh, my gosh, he's not lying. This is halfway. (laughs) Um, First thing, I'm afraid of heights, okay? So second half of of the climb, it is up and down these cavernous rocks, you know, the rock, and there is no chain. It is just you and the rock. Frightening. Yeah, absolutely frightening. And so I am climbing up and down thinking, yeah, this is all right. And then it gets worse. And then it, 
the sun's you know it's getting dark there's not dark there's a shadow on the rock because the sun's setting and so there's this dark side cold my husband's taken off on me um and I am <laughs> oh gosh Liv you, you've got no idea I'm there I can I can imagine oh, your my it was horrendous so I'm trying to get down part of this rock and it's just a sheer drop there is nothing there stopping my fall and my shoes are starting to slip. And I call out to my husband. I said, hey, I'm slipping. And he said, you're not slipping. I said, I am. My, look at me. My, my feet are sliding down the rock. And there was nothing to hold on to. I, was, I felt sick. I started to panic. Um, and I just had this paralyzing fear. And I got down low onto the I've lost you. And lost, my finger, lost my fingernails. Are you there? Sorry, you dropped out. Oh, I'm holding onto the rock. Sorry. You hear me? Yep. I had this paralyzing fear and I felt like I was going to vomit. It was horrible. <laughs> and I just had this overwhelming feeling or on my heart and it was with me you can do everything, but without me you can do nothing. And I just I wanted to cry. I wanted to basically cry. Mm. And I have subsequently looked that up, and that is a Bible verse of some sort. And it's Philippians 4.13, and it says, I have the strength for everything through him who empowers me. Mm. And I felt totally powerless until that came on my heart, and I kind of stood up and walked down this the face of this rock. Um, mm. and basically, I kind of like skipped the, the next <laughs> rock. Basically, the Holy Spirit. Met you yeah. on top of this rock, ripped yeah. your heart out and said, yeah. give me your yes. Yeah, pretty much. And that's kind of what happened. And then this whole idea of humanity and community. And I, and when we got to the top, Pat said, oh, what about the annoying commentary from the people coming? And I said, actually, I loved that. I needed that. Mm-hmm. And it shows you how some of us need this community Mm, encouragement Um, pardon encouragement yeah totally and just just um just a one-off word you know and I I thought well that's kind of like life you know we get so bogged down I was so um bogged down in just getting up the rock I had my head down I was holding onto the chain I had this annoying fly you know and if we don't if we let those things bother us, we'll never see the beauty. Like if you just lift your gaze, like once I got to the top, I was able, to, I was free and I could see and it was beautiful. Mm. Mm. I just experienced <clears throat> true beauty and it's something about that that just pierces your heart. Mm. Have you had any, I mean, they don't have to be, you know, amazing experiences. <clears throat> well, I would that's a dream of mine, being an artist, um, an art teacher, not an artist. I have um, artist Olivia. so many people have told me that the colours in the outback are just so intense and so powerful. And so it is a bit of a dream, not a bit, it is a day. Um, but, you know, I suppose I do see beauty in, in, in stunning artworks, in a Rembrandt or a Caravaggio or Monet. But to see it in the little things too I think is so important and that's, I suppose, one thing I try and live by is to see beauty in the mundane, um, mm. beauty in, in ordinary things like 
mushrooms popping up after a heavy rain. And, oh, um, or just a, just a nod or a wave from a stranger in the street. Or um, I, I think yeah. I was telling someone recently about we, we were on the way to the river at Christmas time. I don't know. We stumbled across the, I don't even know how, I think there was an ivy bush on the ground and that's what caught my attention at first. And when I bent down to this ivy bush, um, I just saw the tiniest little ant's nest made out of hundreds of tiny little mud balls. <laughs> and I know it's trivial, but it was just beautiful. And it was, if I hadn't have noticed it, I would have stomped on it, I'm sure. And um, I ended up taking a photo and I will share it with you one day. Good. We will um, have a We'll have an Instagram page. So we'll oh, right, there. okay. We'll just have to get around to that one. See, I told you I'm completely in the dark. I don't know these things. <laughs> That's all right. I'm not asking too much of you. Yeah. <laughs> but um, just those little things, like the tiny littlest things in nature, like even when kids, your kids come to you with a bunch of weeds, but it's done with love and yeah. there is beauty in, in the mundane. Yeah. And I think, you know, have to be dazzling it can be such simple yeah yeah Yeah. that's what I'm getting at like there you know the outback is is amazing and you can really see God's hand at work there um but also we have to look at the you know there's God in each one of us and Mother Teresa saw it in the um you know in the slums of Calcutta and we have to see beauty in in the ordinary and in in the destitute and in the the ugly we still have to find beauty yeah does that matter? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Is that what we're getting at? In the, in the brokenness, in our brokenness. And yeah, that's but also I agree, I agree, and there is so much beauty to be seen in brokenness and I think a lot of the stories out there of, um, you know, people <clears throat> coming back to God and finding God for the first time, it's through brokenness mm. and they're, they're incredible witnesses to, to Christ's love uh, and, and to their story and their humanity but... I also think you don't have to be broken to have a story or just to be a witness to Christ's word. Um, I certainly aren't. I am very ordinary. I'm very um, <laughs> Yeah. I heard a woman speak recently at a conference, Laura Rowland. She was from the States and she came all the way out to Australia to give a talk and she couldn't believe that she had actually been asked because she said, my life's boring. It's very ordinary. I'm not broken. I'm not amazing. I'm not. You know, I don't really have a fantastic story, but she said for some reason God asked those women to ask her to come to Australia. And in a sense, you know, I resonated with that because I just thought, and when you ask me, I'm like, oh, my gosh, Jess, you're joking. (laughs) joking. Um, I still think that. So if anyone's out there listening and wants to take my spot. No, 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 it's yours. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I just think. We have to we have to look up and see the beauty. That's for sure. But also to in in the ordinary. Yeah, totally. And and there's something that leads you beyond yourself, and it, it yeah. gives you an experience of God. And um, yeah, like like physical, natural beauty. I mean, oh, yeah. I think today um, we have a kind of distorted view of beauty, mm. and um, I think women particularly if, if they feel that they don't measure up to what the world considers beautiful and what they um what um that what's portrayed as being beautiful they feel that if they're not like that then they don't have anything to offer and it's mm-hmm. so limiting because it stops people 
being able to shine and, and for us to see their authentic beauty. And that's what's truly beautiful. Oh, here comes my four-year-old again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll get you some. There's authentic beauty. There's authentic <laughs> beauty in the mundane. <laughs> um, sure. I'll get you some. I'll just lock him out. <laughs> <laughs> him another packet of chips <laughs> it's been a long morning um, um what well, i'm cutting out you there i'm here i just keep getting text messages <laughs> right um well i've lost my thought but um i just it's we don't beauty is what's on the inside i know it's so cliche but we need to look after our heart and like is our heart ugly or is it beautiful and for it to be beautiful, it has to be Christ-like. Yeah. We have to try and be Christ-like. Um, yeah. Because yeah. he is beauty. Like he doesn't just yeah. make beautiful things. He is beautiful. Yeah. So if we are like him, we become beautiful. I agree. But And, and I had this my teenager recently. Um mm you know, to to be Christ-centred and to have a beautiful heart, you have to protect it too. Um, you yeah. know, you, you can't be listening to angry music, um, looking at crappy TV shows and, um, you know, like being friends with the cool kids because they're cool. You know, you've got to protect your heart and, and, and surround it in beautiful things. Yeah, and I think in order to be beautiful, you have to be kind. And mm. kindness is so, so important. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And also. The way we can be kind, like just give our listeners some um, little pearl mm-hmm. of, of what they can do to create beauty, to create kindness in their week. Yeah. Um. Sorry. Yeah. Putting you <laughs> on you the meant- spot. <laughs> um, Well, wave to a neighbour. Yeah. Um, Maybe if someone's, you know, having a tough time, maybe drop around a meal or a cake or something. But um, just in the, oh, like last night, my husband made one of the kids a hot water bottle and put it in his bed and he was pretty chuffed. And I was jealous, so I asked for one too. Um, But just in the little things, you you don't have to, you know, order a bouquet of flowers and send it at a huge expense to someone. I really think it can just be praying for a friend or yeah. um, just giving them a little word of encouragement. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. And I find that beauty is, is meant to heal us. And yeah. people are healed by that act of kindness or that expression of beauty. Mm. Um, yeah. I've felt that. Yeah. And I think, you know, as you said before, God is beautiful he's he's the master of creation and um I don't know this is a bit of a digression um but he is his story is a story of love and in that love is beauty and I think every every love story has to be shared and so to to um share that beauty and love with someone else you have to tell it you've got to tell that love story so to say to someone you know oh that that dress looks good on you or, um, yeah. gee, that was a tasty meal. Or <laughs> They're not mind readers, are they? Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. Are we? Am I going off track? Yeah, no, no. always. <laughs> or, <laughs> I no. could speak under wet cement. But you know, um, we have to. Um, oh dear, it says low battery. <laughs> Good, because I gotta go. <laughs> how, how, it's okay, okay, you've got to go. How can you offer your beauty to somebody today? Just one thing. Mm. Um. <laughs> um. Make my dad, who lives with us, a cup of coffee this afternoon. He'll love it. He'll love it. Yeah, love it. And I, I'm taking a meal to a friend that's just had a baby. I'm Beautiful. sure that will make you feel loved yeah um okay well what has brought you joy this week Liv just something really simple you Ah! (laughs) (laughs) except when you ask me to do this no no yes um, thank you we are blessed we are blessed to have each other and we've got another beautiful sister um who really has the words of wisdom yeah (laughs) sorry I shouldn't say that because look look who's doing it Ah. (laughs) yeah but um yeah, no, I'm just going to say you bring me joy. Oh, aren't you gorgeous? Okay. What about you? What about you? Um, the sunset last night. It was absolutely beautiful. And I think something like that, we have to stop, mm. pause, soak it in and realise that he yeah. is perfect and he loves us and that's why he gives us those moments of joy. Mm. I agree. All right, Liv, we've, well, maybe this recorded this time. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to say a prayer to close? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, it's Pentecost Sunday on Sunday, so I will say a prayer to the Holy Spirit. So let's pray. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, fill us with your wisdom. Fill us with your joy. And give us the courage to be that breath that small breath that shows kindness and joy and love to those around us this week. And thank you for getting us to the end of this podcast. <laughs> More than you can imagine. Amen. <laughs> Have a great week. Bye. Bye.